Welcome back, everybody, to the Knicks Rewind Podcast. Big day, or big two days for the Knicks. Exciting two days. Um, I'm back, Johnny Curvin, as always, with Owen Smith. Owen Smith. Um, All right, so we'll just get right into it. So what we're going to talk about today is the draft. Obi Toppin is now a Nick. Emmanuel Quickly is now a Nick. We waived a bunch of guys or didn't pick up their options today. We made a trade, a small trade, but it was definitely a trade. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about the offseason. Fred Van Vliet, there's some Gordon Hayward rumors flying around, and we'll just uh, we'll get right into it. All right. Yeah, we'll jump into it. Owen, you and I, when we did our mock draft months ago, what feels like months ago, which, mm-hmm. um, and over the course of the past few months have not been too high on Obi Toppin. And that was one guy no. that you said you were always like, I don't like him. I don't want the Knicks to draft yeah. him. I, I kind of hopped on that bandwagon because I, I, I understood your argument. Uh, but now that he's officially a Nick, as we took up at number eight, give me your thoughts and, uh, yeah, spill, spill it out. You see, I'm still not the biggest fan in the world of Obi. I think – I don't think he was a terrible pick at eight, to be completely honest. I think he was a bad pick. He would have been a bad pick if we had traded up for him at five. I think at eight, I think there weren't that too many other guys that are really good fits with the team. I don't think we ever really liked Halliburton. I was never a huge Halliburton guy myself. I think he was just kind of like Lonzo. Um, And I I, kind of wanted Denny. I actually really wanted Denny. But I don't think Denny's a perfect prospect by any means. I I like – I mean, I'm kind of convincing myself to like Obi. I think that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm yeah. kind of with you. So, in terms of fit, Denny probably is the least f- fit guy for this roster, just considering he can't really shoot, and that's the one thing I really look at in his game that won't fit with the Knicks right now. I wanted yeah. Denny, too. I, th- I think he's going to be a great player, and I think him falling to nine mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Well, that was sh- surprising. That yeah. was really – I thought he was going to the Bulls at four. I thought he was going four, yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. Obi is interesting to me. Because of the fit with the Knicks, even though I don't know if it's a terrible fit, but we would have to move on from Julius Randle. We'll get to that in a minute. Exactly. But the fact that he can somewhat – he almost shot 40% from three. He can stretch. He's an insane athlete. I think it could be really fun. And like you – Easy with that. Easy with that. Easy with the insane athlete. Why? He's a great jumper. He's not an insane athlete. All right. What do you mean? Like Okoro – is an insane athlete because Okoro can move side to side super well. That's and fair. Jump high. I'll, I'll say I'll say this. Obi is an incredible Obi's... offensive athlete. Okay, I agree with that. I defensively, that. and we'll get into this right now. Defensively, <laughs> he's not the best. He can fall asleep on defense. He's not great side to side. His awareness on the defensive end isn't great. And I think mm-hmm. the, Thibodeau is genuinely the perfect coach for him coming into the league. I agree. I mean, I, I I really hope that Tibbs can get him right. He didn't have much. Tibbs didn't have much success with Wiggins or Towns, and but I do think Obi, from what I've seen, has a better mindset, right, than those two guys do. And you can already tell from so, like the inter- the draft interview, like the mindset oh yeah. is like he's he's oh really yeah. excited to be a Nick, which really gets me excited. Like when somebody's that happy to get drafted by the Knicks, like oh, I'm yeah. on board. No, I, I watched that interview and I was like, I was sitting on the couch. I was like. I was I was not happy when we picked Obi, and I watched that interview. I was like, 
I, started I was like, all right, let's get this going. Like, I'm hyped like, now. Okay, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like Ob. I mean, he won National Player of the Year. The only downside, yeah. there's two big downsides for him, looking at him as a player and as a prospect. He's about to be 23. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily see as a bad thing reflecting on the draft a few days. Because I don't think I can sit through, and I know everyone says, be patient, be patient. I've been patient for like eight years, right? I don't think I can see yeah, through another nineteen-year-old project. Yeah. So I think I bringing in some age and some guy, a guy with more experience, with an experienced coach, with some unexperienced players, is a beneficial thing to the team. That's one. The second thing is defensively, like we already mentioned. Those are the, that's mm-hmm. the that's the other biggest thing when looking at him. But offensively, he's a great talent, and uh, he can also pass the ball too. I, I yeah, didn't really know that he's a great playmaker and a great passer, passer, which is something that we need considering we don't have a guard. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Yeah, I like. I mean, looking back, I like the pick. Now, I wasn't thrilled. I wanted Denny. I'm going to talk about Halliburton for a quick second because I actually really like Halliburton. I think he's going to be a great player. Sure. I think he would have been a perfect fit for the Knicks right now. Yeah. But the long term potential, I think Obi probably has better potential because you 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 made this argument, and I totally agree. A few months back, Halliburton has very good player potential. He doesn't have yeah. star potential. I don't think he's ever going to be an all star. I think he's going to be a very good. I think he's. I player. think he's Lonzo Ball, better shooter, probably like moves a little better, more confident offensive player. Maybe not as good of a defender, but I think I, I think Lonzo's a great comparison for him. I, I don't I don't see him ever becoming an all star. I think there's a good chance that Obi can average 24, 25 points a game. Right. Uh, I liked Halliburton. If we picked Halliburton, I would have been thrilled. I would have been thrilled too. But we ended up with Obi, which is totally fine. Everyone already knows everything about Obi. I don't think there's a whole lot new to say. But like we'll talk about no, him yeah. with the fit. The yeah. nice thing when we immediately drafted him, the first thing I thought of was, okay, what does this mean for Randall? Me too. And as a guy who doesn't love Julius Randall, as most fans don't, I think it's good because I think this is a clear message that Randall will not be on the team long term and he might be out the door sooner than we would think so that's good in terms of other players like mitch i think that could be a fun duo obi yeah yeah, because obi can stretch the floor if obi couldn't stretch the floor then we have issues but he can stretch the floor and he can pass so i think that could really fit and if you have mitch defensively as long as he's not fouling he might be able to make up for some of obi's defensive lapses hoping it's enough i don't know yet because i mm. haven't seen him in ob in the nba yet but that's what the hope is yeah guards give me your thoughts on how ob might fit with the the few guards we have right now i think Obi's exciting i think because he's the type of big or stretch four, whatever you want to call him that makes every guard's life a little bit easier you know he he rolls well to the basket actually one thing i watched today on him he actually sets good screens, which is kind of rare. I think we've we've gotten used to watching. I love Mitch, but he doesn't set screens. KP never sets screens. Just always slip them and roll to the basket and look for the ball. But but Obi actually sets screens and he sets good screens and he gets open um, because of his rolling ability and he can <laughs> shoot, which is um, very helpful to have. So I, I think it'll be good for the guards on this team, whoever the guards on this team are going to be in two weeks. Um, we don't know that, um, who, who he's going to be starting out there with, because the Knicks' starting point guard job right now is wide open. 
Oh yeah, big time. Wide open. So, so my dad, who's a you know old school basketball guy, he's wanted Obi for a while because he's like, let's bring the New York grit back. Yeah. Um, he wants to play for New York. He's you know he's from Brooklyn. My dad's dad, really excited about the pick. I was like, Dad, I want Denny. Like, I feel like he's just more exciting to me. He's younger. But my dad, I don't usually give him this kind of credit, but he might have gotten me on the OB train a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit before the draft, I was warming up to the idea. I'm really glad we didn't trade up for him. Me too. That was huge. Because that would have been dumb. And he fell right in our lap. And I think at eight, I think that's a perfectly good pick. And I'm excited. And there's been some comparisons to Stoudemire. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but... That's the hope. If he if he ends up Stoudemire, I'm great. That's awesome. I love that. Absolutely. That was awesome. Um, all right, so let's move on from Obi, and we'll talk about some of the moves we made today. The Knicks made a couple moves. Well, more than a couple, actually. Uh, yeah. I don't have the list pulled up in front of me, which is dumb, but I'll try I to can remember. Fi- I, I, can, I can think I can remember it. I think we – so we picked up Bullock's option. Yeah. Which I think was a good move. And then we waived Ellington, Peyton, Gibson. Dotson, we didn't pick up his... Dotson, we didn't pick up his option. Yeah. Or we, didn't, we didn't offer him right. a uh, qualifying offer. Uh, and then same with Kenny Wooten. And we... Oh, we waived Kenny Wooten. Right. And, like, either didn't pick up um, Theo Pinson's qualifying offer. Or we, or I think we, we just waived yeah, him or something. We just cut him, yeah. So... So a lot of moves. It's going to be a completely different Big roster. Next oh, year. and Portis. Portis and Portis, obviously. Yes. Portis. All right. Thank you for remembering that. I should have had that pulled up. Anyway, so now we've got some spots wide open for a lot of our guys. Uh, who are you looking for to fill in some of the shoes that you know Peyton? You know, I don't want to. T- I'm thinking <laughs> it sounds like Peyton did a lot for us, but who are you looking at to st- step up and start? Guard. If if you had to pick right now, I know there's free agency. Right. I know we're still in talks with Van Vliet, but right yeah. now, who would you pick? I mean, Call there's me like crazy. there's like two options. I don't I don't really want Fred. Um, I think it's he's going to command too much money, and I don't think I think we're really big on maintaining flexibility. I think the front office wants that. So part of me wants to just run it out with DSJ and Frank because I think that's how it should be. And they each get like 24 minutes a game. And, we and then just you go see from there. And we just see who's a keeper. And because I think like neither one of them has really gotten a good shot in New York. Um, DSJ has been kind of hurt in and out of the rotation. Peyton's presence last year made that a little awkward. And I honestly think not picking a real point guard um, in the draft this year at all um, was kind of signifying that Rose either like wants to give Smith and um, Smith and Frank a shot to really run the show because like, we had opportunities, you know, we could have picked a guy like Tyrell Terry at 2025. Um, well, quickly he's a guard. He's a guard, but he's not a league. I don't think he brings the ball up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. I think he's, and, yeah, he he's more of a shooting a shooting guard. Yeah, he's a, he's a two. And we'll get into uh, quickly in a minute, but there's two questions I have for you. The first one, you just said you talked about flexibility, so we'll talk about this for a second. We made a move. We picked up Ed Davis and two yeah. second-round picks from the Jazz, I believe. Yeah. You said on the last pod, which we did last week, you said you're not a huge fan of this idea, and you said it's an unpopular Knicks Twitter opinion, but 
you like yeah. to maintain the flexibility and not take on a you know a potentially shitty second round pick. What are your thoughts on the trade? Oh, that Davis trade? Yeah. I loved it. You lo- okay. So you're already back. Yeah, you're. Already- I loved it. No, no, I loved. It. I loved it because like he's he's expiring next year. Right. You know, I mean, like we might even just. I, I don't know if he starts the season on our roster, and we got back two second round picks and a draft that could include that's high huge. School players. The high school player. That's huge. I mean, right now we're slated to have six picks in that draft: four second rounders and two first rounders, which is huge. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of getting back on the um, the cap flexibility, or, or like not keeping the cap flexibility train, because all contracts end. But like getting more opportunities to pick really good players is big. Um, Agreed. Yeah. And then the other question I had for you was: Were you sad to see any of these guys go? And actually, I don't think we mentioned. I'm sad about one. We didn't mention him. I forgot Dotson. Oh yeah, whole team. Man. I was. Well, of course I'm sad. Yeah, no, I mean, I I like Dotson as like a guy, and I like his whole team thing. I like following him on Twitter. I, it, he never got a fair shot. I was always no, team Dotson. Macri tweeted this today and said that. Like, he never got a chance, ever. He never got real rotation minutes. Every time he played, I don't think he played amazing, but he always played okay. No, he, was, he played hard on defense. He sometimes hit some threes. Yeah. He was a good athlete. I am sad to I, see him go because I saw some good things with him, but... Maybe behind the scenes, like in practice, he was terrible and they just knew he would get exposed with real consistent minutes, but I never quite understood it. I yeah, think. I never understood why he never got consistent yeah. minutes or at least an opportunity. He really wasn't given a fair shot. And obviously, like you said, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but it was sad to see him go. Yeah. And then he put, he posted on Twitter, hashtag whole team out. And I was like, yeah, damn, that's, that's, that <laughs> was like. I'll you know miss what? you. I'll miss you. Like, uh, but I don't see why you don't honestly keep a guy like Dodson. It's frustrating that we didn't. If if we didn't even like, why didn't we trade him when his value was higher for like a second round pick? I think Leon honestly though is like identified the guys he likes and the guys he doesn't, um, which is fine. Which, if you remember though, Dodson was I think the last pick that Phil Jackson made as the president of the Knicks, yeah. which is pretty interesting. And you texted me this today, and now Frank is the longest tenured Nick. Tenured Nick. Shout out Frank, man. Shout out Frank, yeah. Our boy. Uh, So aside from Dotson, you're not sad to see anyone go. Even BP, even Elf. I mean, I love, I love me some BP. Like if if we were like a 55 win team, and BP would just come in for like 10 minutes a game and just chuck up shots, and every once in a while he'd go crazy. I love him. Like I love, I we love. We were awful. Him. Like we were just awful. We were so bad. Like I hated guys who I thought I'd love, like Morris and Portis, who I just didn't like that much last year, just because I thought they were taking up shots and time from younger players who needed it more. Um, so no, I'm not. I'm not sad. I will say one of the highlights of the season for me though was the game against the Bulls, where he dropped like 34, 34, and, that was, that and was won crazy. us the game. Yeah. And it was so fun. And I'm gonna miss his crazy eyes, them. but I'm not gonna miss him. Taking also, Ellington. Do you remember um, when we played the Nets? Yeah. Ellington hit like he hit like four straight, four crazy yeah. threes. Yeah. Now I had some it good moments with good those guys. Play. Nick's legends right there. BP. Exactly. Ellington. But no, I'm not sad to see them go. Just clearing up some cap, and that's a good segue. We're doing this quickly, which is cool. Uh, that's a segue into some off-season talk. So, Fred VanVleet, we touched on. I'll give my input about Fred VanVleet in a minute. Then Gordon Hayward. 
So I'll start mm-hmm. with Van Vliet, then we'll talk Hayward, and then maybe like okay. Russell Westbrook. Even though... I like, should, we, should we hit quickly before? Yeah, let's hit quickly. Good idea. Real uh, quick. Look. Gr- ah, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. 90% <laughs> free throw shooter, 92% free throw shooter. What's he from three? Like 45? 42. 42? Like that's, that's great. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. He's yeah. not going to come in. He's not going to, you know, get eight assists. He's not going to no. come in. He's not going to play lockup defense. And he's not going to – I don't think he's a guy who has potential to score, like, 25. No. Like, ever score, like, 25 points a game. No, I, I just – I like him. I think he's got a good-looking three-point stroke. I, I think he's going to come in, hit some shots, and displace the floor, which has been, like, my emphasis for this offseason. Like, let's get some floor spacing. Like, let's let, let RJ – let's let Mitch let's – get let's let these guys have real opportunities without Randall mm-hmm. clogging the paint. I agree. And uh, I think that's a great pickup. He's not going to start with A1. No. Uh, no. But he'll come off the bench, sh- shoot forty percent, hopefully from three on like five attempts a game. I'd love that, and I think yeah. that's great. Any other thoughts on quickly? I thought. I mean, so we traded up, then we traded back, which was yeah. great, by the way. Leon Rose, just holy finesse. Yeah, holy finesse, holy finesse. Yeah, and we took him, and then we ended up trading the second round pick for a twenty twenty three second round pick. Which was also a good move, I thought. I thought it was a good move, too. But, yeah, I, I think it's a good pick where it was. I don't think it was expected by most. I think some people wanted, like, Tyrell Terry. I kind of wanted Terry. I, I really like Terry. Who's just a, a sniper? disappointed we didn't take. Yeah, he's a sniper, but, I, like, a guard sniper. Like, little Trey Young. I'd say, like, poor man's Trey Young vibes. Yeah. I was really hoping that Maxi fell to us, but it was close. I was, that was who I was. I was. I think if Maxi was there, we wouldn't have traded back. Would have been a no-brainer. We yeah. wouldn't have traded the pick. Um, yeah, I think we would have taken him. But shout out to Philly also. My Rep Sixers had a great night last night. Um, shout out your dad, Philly native. Traded Horford. Yeah. Got Seth Curry. Love it. Got rid of Josh Richardson, who God wasn't nasty. doing wasn't wasn't doing a whole lot for you guys. Or not? I'm got not gonna Danny say you guys. Green too. Huh? Got Danny Green too. Yeah, got Danny he Green. No, well done. Anyway, yeah, quickly. I'm excited to have him on. I think he's gonna shoot 40 percent on. I want him to shoot like five or six attempts a game. Just come in and just shoot. Like just that's shoot. what I wanted to do. Stand in the corner. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. All right, off season. Fred Van Vliet. I'm warming up to the idea. And I know you're not. On, I know you're not on this. I don't know. I like. I don't know how much he's going to ask for. If you're getting the, I've tw- heard it, it's going to take him like twenty four million dollars a year to get him interested. Like to get him on the. Phone. I was going to say if it, I was about to say if it's twenty four million dollars, I might do it. But if that's just to get him interested, like if four he's years. if we're getting into like the twenty eight twenty nine million range, I'm out. I'm out. It's a if weird. The Knicks if, are in a weird position this year. Yeah, go ahead. Because they're one of two teams with cap space, like with actual like us and the Hawks to sign a max guy. Us and the Hawks, yeah. So, I'm I'm just I I'm 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 a no. I'm a no on Van Vliet. I don't think he matches up with our timeline very well. He's not a lead guard, which is something that no one really wants to talk about. Um, but Lowry, most of the t- he spends a lot of his time playing with Lowry. Um, playing alongside Lowry, and he can bring the ball up, but I don't know. He, in a, he he's kind of inefficient. Plays in a really good situation. Seventeen points a game. Um, yeah. I'm Look, if you can get him for twenty four million, 
which mm-hmm. I might do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't jump on it yet. I would Four think years. about it. Four years. I would think about it. And here's here's my reasoning. We're not getting any big name guys. We know this. No. It's not going to happen. We get, and I don't want to spend another year in the lottery trying to take shots. Like this is just going to be a never ending cycle if we don't take some shots at some guys. And Fair. I think he's a hard worker. I like his mindset. Mm-hmm. I like how he plays. He All is right. in a good system with a very good coach and very good players around him. But it's time for the Knicks to start thinking about, all right, what can we do to improve that record and not and not think – we got to think about next year now. We can't think about three years down the line, oh, maybe Knox. Maybe Knox will get 15 a game and be a solid, solid rotation player for the Knicks. I think it's just time to take some shots at these guys, and we'll get to Gordon Hayward in a minute because I, I have some things I want to say about him. But I might do it for $24 million and try to push – Push for a playoff spot. Do exactly what the Nets did. Show some grit. Show we have some young pieces. And mm-hmm. I think we try to just. I think we do it. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm the fan who wants to just. All right, let's just pay these guys, get them on, and hope for the best. Like I don't yeah. want to do that. I've seen. I've yeah. seen this movie. It doesn't really work. But I think in this situation, when you have pieces around him, and it, I think it could work. Are, I, you, are you not? Conv- I mean. That's not a very convincing argument because it is still risky. But are you still yeah. on the side? Like, I mean, I I am being to be fair. I am nibbling um, with this, but I just think he's going to get overpaid, and I don't really. I'm not in the mood to overpay guys. And if it's a contract that it's going to be four years long, I'm good. Look, if someone I, wants to give him twenty nine million dollars, I'm out. Like, enjoy your money. I know you want to get four paid. years, ninety million though for a guy that is. The only reason he's getting paid this much, if he's in last year's free agent class, he's not getting this contract. I know. The only but he, he had a good year. He much, had a good year. He had a good year. Yeah, but not a great one. It was a decent year. He's on a good team, a situation that really benefits him. Um, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. Like, that yeah. totally makes sense. I mean, yeah, I think I have a valid argument. I think, I think that's I totally valid. Too, but I'm I think, just I just think personally, I think it's time to take some shots at these guys that push for an eighth seed. And I, I don't, it, look, maybe that's the fan coming out of me that wants to see like a couple more wins. And I think that move would give us a couple more wins. I just, I don't know how beneficial yeah. it would be in the future. I don't want to end up with the 14th pick after being two and a half games behind the Wizards for the eighth seed. I don't want to end up that way. I just think this shit takes time and we have to. Time, I mean, it's like also, it's been like seven years. It's been like seven years, but we haven't like actually done it ever. What does that mean? Like, we haven't actually committed to a rebuild. We never have. I know. It's been like a half. It's been, we've been, it's been like a half. It's rebuild. been half. We kind of nibbled. And then like, as soon as we got the opportunity to get out of a rebuild as soon as possible and forget ab- about our young players, we did that last summer when we traded our best young player for cap space. Um, and we so, got it, but we got to use the cap space on more than Alfred Payton, right? I agree. I completely agree. It's just cap space is an asset. Right. And, and you don't want to get locked in for the next four years, which is fine. For at a high price, because it's it's really nice to maintain. Also, we're gonna have a ton of money next summer because Randall's deal is gonna be done. All right, let's so, move on. I think the Hayward is more enticing. I think the Hayward is I I think it's more enticing. I think this one I think this gets really interesting. So he declined, what was it like thirty four mil? Thirty four million, yeah. Which like was kind of shocking to me, even like kind of not. Too. Because he's been rumored to do that for a while now, he's not going to get thirty-four million, obviously. So, yeah. what's your price for him? And then we'll talk about the f- potential fit. Like, how much? 
would you give him to be like, all right, like I'll give you this, you come here, and then what's your spot? Like, all right, if someone else offers him that, you're at. When are you stepping out? I I think I'd be cool giving him any amount of money he wants for two years. Two years? I don't know if he'll yeah, just want any- two years though. Might be closer to three. Might be closer to four. I would not go over three. Worst <laughs> bet I'd go is um, two years with like a team option for a third. I actually think he's on the upward trend again as a player after his injury. He actually played pretty well. No, he last was playing well. He shot well and he fit. You know, granted he wasn't yeah. a great system, and he, but he wants 50, to go to a team. He wants to touch the ball more. No, exactly. I think he played on a team that he was probably the fourth offensive option and he averaged 17 a game and was crazy efficient. I mean, I, I, I think he's, I think he would be a great fit. I, I think he comes in, he can shoot. Um, and the difference between him and Van Vliet, cause I mean, looking right now from the last years, they're pretty similar, like third, yeah. fourth options, uh, pretty consistent, good systems. The difference yeah. with Hayward is just, he's just proven. No, Exactly. Exactly. Hayward's proven. Well, since his injury, he hasn't obviously been the same player that he was before his injury. He looks like he's on the track back, um, which is encouraging. And this also the thing about Van Vliet is it looks like Van Vliet's going to command at least like around four years um, to sign him. I don't think Hayward will. That's why Hayward's enticing to me. We also... God love Kevin Knox, but we have a pretty big hole at wing. Yeah, big hole. Um, but you also made the argument with Van Vliet about timelines. Hayward is 30. Yeah. So, and I agree with this that I don't know if I would go over two years, but I don't know if he'll, he will take a contract that's less, that's that's less, uh, two years ago. Yeah, it depends what his market is, because I think Atlanta might throw him the bag. I Atlanta would make a lot of sense for him. I think it would. I think Atlanta might be a better But I also think New York might make a lot of sense for him, too. Like, he'll come in and be the number one guy. Yeah. Like and he, I wouldn't hate that. And I, I think, think RJ, I don't think I think RJ would really benefit from no, that. No, spacing, facilitator, veteran. Exactly. He's a guy who also doesn't make guys like RJ or young guys like fall asleep with the way he plays. I think he scores pretty efficiently. Like, he scores quickly. He doesn't, like, iso around, dribble, he shoots. Yeah. Um, and you know takes good shots i I think he would be i think he's a really good offensive and he's a he's a proven winner exactly no so i tweeted this earlier today and it was like it was it was a 50 50 split i tweeted throw the bag at van vliet and hayward and push for the eighth seed it was 50 50 hell yeah the other 50 was nah i'm chilling let's keep the process would you do I it? I said no. You said no. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. As much as I like gave that enticing offer for Hayward, I think this team just – I think if we can get Hayward on what I want my terms to be, which is the one- or two-year deal. For how much? Two years for how much? I'd go 30, I'd go 30 million a year. Okay. Because we're getting Randall off the books – um and we'll still have some capital i would go 30 million for two years as well i don't i wouldn't go 30 million three years i wouldn't go there i wouldn't either i wouldn't either but i don't think we're gonna get van vliet at the terms we want him um i think if you could get van vliet on a similar deal i'd do it but i think this team i think this team is still one or two like two at least probably around two years away from actually being 
decent. Um, I think they could be decent this year if they signed Hayward and we could get some advancement from RJ and Mitch, et cetera. But yeah, I, I think that we need to just trust the process. I need more time to think about it for my answer. But if I had to pick an answer right now, I might do it. I'm just saying I might do it. It's a great draft next year too, man. Just a thought. We say this every year, draft. man. We say we're going to end up with the eighth or ninth pick again if we keep the same team. And you know, we we might hit on it. We might hit on a uh, a Bam out of bio, or we probably want to pick another pick. We might hit on a Tyler Hero. We might hit on another Knox. I mean, like, yeah. But what if Obi Toppin's awesome? If Obi Toppin's awesome, then uh, I also look, don't know who's going to be terrible. Look, terrible. if Obi's awesome, and we don't throw the bag at Van Vliet and Hayward, I'm going to be pretty pissed. I mean, the lottery's a shit show. It, it has become, it has turned into an absolute shit show. I think that's the thing about it is I think like we're probably not going to make the playoffs. So we're probably, we have a chance. We have a good chance at the eighth pick. We have a good chance at the first pick. That's just how it is. Like the Timberwolves were bad, but they were like the fourth or fifth best team in the league. The Pelicans were bad, but they were like the sixth or seventh worst team in the league. Yeah, but like so, we never get the first pick. Like you can't. Yeah, we just, you can't look at next year and be like, all right, like we have the eighth best. No, odds. that's the thing. That's Let's why hope. you can't tank anymore, man. Right, you just, can't take. Just, yeah, which I think is better for the league, but it's also pretty rough for, for us, for us Knicks fans. Of course, the first year that the new tanking rules were implemented was the year that they Zion and Jaw, who are both awesome, and we had the worst team in the league. Away from those. I watched a bunch of RJ highlights today. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, if he can hit shots, if he can make jump shots, he's gonna be a stud. Uh, deep, deep insight right there. Yeah, deep insight, right? I, Am I look, wrong? I, no, you're not wrong. I love RJ. I mean, I know you've never been a huge RJ guy. I still love RJ. I think in the right system, he's gonna flourish. Yeah. But yeah, and then Westbrook rumors have died. I don't know how real those ever were. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna go happen in Houston. Yeah, it's a mess right now. It is. It's. It's a mess. Also, shout out Presti. Oh yeah, Sam Presti. He's doing great. He's doing great things. He's doing great things there down there in Oklahoma. He just gets first round picks. I. They. They're gonna be like. He just. He just flipped Ubre, for for a first round pick. Like another just another one. Just like that. I also I I liked the Horford movie made. Feel bad for Horford. I mean, actually, no, I don't feel bad for Horford. He's He's making like thirty million million a year. Um, but no, you have an exciting future there because you got Shea, you got all the picks. They have other exciting young players. <laughs> Dort, yeah, I like Dort a lot. I like Dort a lot too. Who do, you th- do, you, do you have any guy who think you, you think uh, off the top of your head is going to be the Lou Dort of this class? No. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's a, such a weird question. I, I didn't know who Lou Dort was until. Yeah, I didn't know who Lou Dort was until. Till the first few games, first few weeks of the season. Uh, I was going to ask you something, but I can't remember now. Whatever. Anything else? No, I don't think so. I think we should do. I think we'll we'll check back with you guys on like depending how much the Knicks do. Right. Yeah. Sunday, Monday. Look, I yeah. think it's going to be a big week. I think this is going to be a big week. I'm very excited. Oh, I know I, what I was going to say. Twitter uh, is to the be... uh, the Clay Thompson news ruined my week. Oh, that did. That sucked. That it sucks. So sad, I was that. so sad. I was so excited to see Curry and Thompson again. I couldn't I wait. I was too. With I, 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 was act- I can get behind that team again, you know? Yeah. I want to root for the Warriors. Like, they're so fun. Curry and Thompson are both good guys. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I was so excited to watch the Splash Bros again. But 
I don't know. They're never going to be the same. We kept like, this. It, we kept this pod pretty Nick specific, but uh, for the next two minutes before we wrap it up, thoughts on the top three in the draft? How'd it go? Did you any surprises? Well, I don't think there was any surprises. I wasn't surprised. Were you surprised? No. No. Um, I like Ray, Edwards at one. That's my dog right there. What would you pay that pick? Huh? A at one. Yeah. What do you think? I I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's the best fit out of all the guys for for. I don't know if he's the best player in the class, but. For the terms of Timberwolves, I thought they were going to trade it, but in terms of Timberwolves' fit, I think AE makes the most sense. Right. Wiseman was good too. Um, I think Wiseman makes a lot of sense, and I, I think Lamelo makes a lot of sense for Charlotte. I don't I think, think really yeah, because I think they're they're in a position they just have to go best player available. I saw this on Reddit. It would be pretty awesome to have like a Lavar, Jordan one on one game for charity. I I would definitely tune in. I would too. I mean, I think it's hilarious. Like so I would pay ironic. to watch that. That that's where Mello ended up. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that he didn't end up in a massive market because I didn't want to see it all over my Twitter feed and Instagram feed. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought it would have been fun. I, mean, I think it would have been fun if he was a Nick, but... That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's he kind of gets... I think he gets a chance to, like, actually play. No, he's going to play. And he's, not gonna have the, he's not always going to have the spotlight on him. Like, I don't, like, Charlotte's not going to have very many ESPN games this year. Right. So I mean, right. he'll be able to do his thing, and I think, you know, I think he's gonna be a good player. I like Lamelo. I like Lamelo. I don't love too. him. I don't love any of these prospects, but I like. Him. I don't love. I don't think there is a prospect that you can love in this draft class, except for Obi, baby. Come on, get on the train. Yeah, I'm on the train. I'm on the train. I All have right. to be. All right. Anything else? Follow the Twitter at Nick's Rewind Pod. You know what to do. Instagram. Instagram. We, we haven't Instagram. posted on Instagram in months, man. It's been a while. <laughs> but we're active on Twitter, at least. We're getting back active on Twitter. We're back, guys. Now nah, we've been back on Twitter. Look, yeah. man, it's been a lot of football viewing. We're currently yeah. watching the Thursday Night Football game. I got money yeah. on the Seahawks tonight, and I got big fantasy. I got Lockett and Russell Wilson. But Hoops is back. But Hoops back. are back, and I'm so excited. Knicks basketball is back in a month. Like, I was so tired of watching the Jets, and I was pissed off about my Georgia Bulldogs were 4-2. and two. I've, I've, just, I've been angry. A lot of college stuff, a lot of losing sports. But I can't wait yeah. to watch some more losing teams, man. It's been rough. But, yeah. uh, all right, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. Let's see if the Knicks yeah. make some moves. All right, peace.